Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 536 and the great Eddie Money on Rock 102. It's going to be an all right day today. Cloudy. High of 59, so that's kind of cool. But then you got uh, tonight, partly cloudy, low of 47. Tomorrow, the sunshine comes out. High of 53. 44 degrees right now in downtown Springfield. Scott Zolak will be joining us after 8 o'clock today. Brought to you by the Leah Auto Group. We're going to talk about Patriots football. They're playing the Colts on Saturday. You will hear that game right here on Rock 102. The pre- and post-game wrap-up. All that stuff. It's also Thunderbird Thursday. Your chance to win a whole gigantic prize pack, including tickets to see Saturday's game against the uh, Hartford Wolfpack. That'd be a good uh, a good game for Saturday. Uh, all that can be yours later on this morning. Uh, Steve is here. Bunch of other stuff. It's 537 at Rock 102. New England Patriots football. Every game. With Steve and Nagel on Rock 102. It is going to be... Uh, Steve and Nagel? Did I just say Steve and Nagel? Well, you know what? Uh, that's got a nice ring to it, I too. Know. I got to... Yeah. I excluded myself. The mornings with Stephen Nagel. Yeah, I, I like, like that. that. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Uh, actually, it could just be. It could sound like two people, but it would be. But actually, Stephen your first Nagel. name, yeah. Stephen Nagel. Yeah, you're uh, right. It's going to be mostly sunny today and nice <laughs> with a high of uh, 58. Believe it or not, tomorrow uh, sunny with a high of 53. It's uh, 49 right now in downtown Springfield. Hollywood trash is brought to you by Aqua Pump. Do it once, do it right. Aqua Pump. How about some Hollywood trash with oh, Steve? Man. Stephen. Hey, Bax, let's get to the real important stuff today, okay? Okay. Pornhub released its year-end data, and we are some weird people. Yeah, no kidding. Here are the most popular entertainment-related searches. Now, if you were searching for porn, you might type in Harley Quinn. Yeah, but I wouldn't. Wonder Woman. I uh, might. Harry Potter. I wouldn't. Uh, Star Wars. Definitely would. Black Widow. Maybe. Spider-Man. No. Well, what if it's Mary Jane whatever in it? It depends who's playing that one. I got I got Well, they're gotta, all good-looking women. The yeah, ones I suppose. Who play Mary Jane. Yeah, I guess. Uh the Avengers, the Incredibles and Princess Leia and Catwoman. Catwoman I can definitely see. What are we having a hot and horny housewives? Uh we're getting away from that, I guess. The 10 most popular TV shows uh were The Simpsons. What? Really? People I don't. Are, I don't uh, like cartoon porn. Yeah, I don't understand it. Teen Titans, Scooby Doo, Dragon Ball Z, Family Guy. There's a whole thing out there with uh, Scooby Doo and and Thelma. Cause she's like, you know, quiet. She's got glasses. And you just what? You have assumptions that she's for whatever reason. Well, the, I don't loose. know. I don't know what these people think. I mean, I'm not attracted to a cartoon. I can't get aroused by animation. The last time I was aroused by animation was Jessica Rabbit. I wasn't even that aroused by that. Oh, come on. What are you talking about? She seemed too two-dimensional to me. What are you talking about? She looked like a real woman. No. Yeah. Anyway, and the first live-action TV show to make the list was Game of Thrones. It was followed by Squid Game, The Walking Dead, and Riverdale. People are getting uh, are getting fantasies from the Squid Game. Or, or I, the Walking I, Dead, either. I mean... <laughs> I mean, I guess there's eating involved, but well, whatever. I mean, the, the, I imagine the red light, green light game is a little tough. Uh, and the top video game search was Fortnite, and the top video game character was Lara Croft from Tomb Raider. Well, I mean, what's her name did do a pretty good job uh, sexing that up. Yeah, but you know what? If we're going to be looking at porn, we should really be, you know, focused on more traditional uh, venues. The, yeah. These, I, you know, the, I can't, uh, I can't support any of this. Also, making that list was Pikachu. 
All right, I can kind of see that. Yeah, all right. Yeah. That yellow tubby stomach you got there. I, mean, I to, like that. I mean, to reveal too much, but you know, uh, I, I am a man. Uh, I guarantee Ben Affleck wishes he had this one back. During an interview this week, he kind of blamed uh, his drinking problem on Jennifer Garner, or at least their marriage. He said, quote, we grew apart. We had a marriage that didn't work. Uh, this happens. He added that he loves uh, and respects Jennifer, and they tried, but ultimately they didn't want their kids to grow up with parents who hated each other. That all sounds reasonable, but then Ben said he'd probably, quote, still be drinking if they'd stayed together. And he added, quote, it was part of why I started drinking alcohol was I was trapped. Uh, he probably didn't mean that the way it came out, but the Internet doesn't care. Right. He's being blasted for blaming his alcoholism on Jennifer, whether that was the intention or not. And a lot of people are pointing out that Ben was an alcoholic long before he met uh, Jennifer Garner. And you know what? That's absolutely true. I wouldn't blame it on Jennifer. While others are so uh, ever greatly reminding Ben that Jennifer actually took him to rehab years after they were separated. What do you got to say about that, Mr. Affleck? You know, uh, <laughs> I don't know if you've ever uh, experienced this, but a, a lot of alcoholics yeah. tend to blame the wrong thing on their alcoholism. Really? Yes, like... Uh, maybe they uh, they transfer their anger onto somebody else. Like it's it's all that person's fault. Or I wouldn't have to drink if this were different. Oh. Oh. So I wasn't supposed to be doing that when I. <laughs> no. Oh no. Well, that's that's not fun. <laughs> the whole point is blaming other people for your no, problem. No, actually, the, the whole thing is accepting responsibility uh, for your own actions. I see, you're going through the step process. Yeah, you I and know. Your steps. Be bopping step nine and all over town. Uh, the most anticipated movies of 2022 are, I don't know, The Batman, Scream, and Thor Love and Thunder. I wasn't looking forward to any of those. I wasn't looking forward to any of those either. The most anticipated TV shows are House of the Dragon, Lord of the Rings, and Pam and Tommy. They're doing yeah. a Lord of the Rings TV show? I guess so. Haven't they kind of exhausted all the stories? When you say it like that, the Lord of the Rings TV show, you make it sound like it's some Saturday morning cartoon. It's a, it's a Lord of the Rings series. Listen, I read the books. Yeah. I love the movies. It's kind of like when the, I don't know if you remember, you probably don't remember, you're probably too young for this. Uh, when Planet of the Apes was a real big thing, yeah. they made it a TV series. And it was awful. Yeah, I don't understand why uh, they did that back then. Because TV used to love to exploit great films. Like when Animal House came out, all of a sudden all three networks had a comedy about a dysfunctional fraternity house. Right, because they want to jump on the bandwagon. They, they, they like the bandwagon. Well, it wasn't about that it was a fr about a fraternity. It was about the actors and the storyline of Animal House that made it so appealing. I was reading this thing on Rotten Tomatoes last week about, uh, like, some of the worst movies to ever be made. Yeah. And uh, one of them was Mac and Me from the 1980s. And it was like a... It was almost like them trying to imitate E.T. <laughs> so, but Because it, it was all these, like, alien and a kid movie kind, sure. kind of thing. And it never took off. It was actually one of the worst movies ever made. Yeah, because E.T. was such a great film. And no. you can't you know, you can't necessarily capture lightning in a bottle twice. Well, that's the thing. I didn't I didn't think E.T. was that great. What are you talking about? You I, didn't get all all weepy that, in the end. That was the very first movie I ever saw in a theater. 
was was E.T. E. Was E.T. And you didn't like it. I did not care for it. You can just march your little body right out of here and never come back. There I don't are, want to hear that kind of garbage ever again. There are lots of things that people find popular that I could care less about. Oh, really? Yeah. We, we and, can get into all that in another conversation. And E.T. happens to be one e. of them? E.T. happens to be one of them. I'm ashamed to be with you. Snooky doesn't think she'll ever be a real housewife because uh, those those women are too much even for her. Really? Really. She's like... I'm, like, terrified because some of those girls, they get into it. I hate drama. I don't think I can hang. You hate drama. You built your entire career off drama. You created a whole genre yeah. of drama. You are the instigator of all the trauma in your, in your drama and trauma if in it, your life. If it weren't for the drama, you'd have nothing in your bank account, lady. I can't stand these people. And that's your Hollywood Trash on Rock 102. I... And now, Bax's View from the Couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Pet food roundup underway. Donate to local animal shelters. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Well, here's a surprise. Yesterday, the Jacksonville Jaguars, who have been burning up the NFL with an impressive record of two wins and 11 losses, fired head coach Urban Meyer yesterday for allegedly being a terrible head football coach. And just 10 days before Christmas... Now, I'm sure there are many of you who might wonder what one would have to do to get fired in the NFL after just 13 games into your first season, just months after signing a contract for an alleged $12 million per year. As it turns out, it's an amazingly simple process. The first order of business is to avoid winning football games. At 2-11, the Jaguars are in fact the second worst team in the NFL. Only the Detroit Lions have lost with greater frequency, and yet their head coach still has a job. Maybe it has more to do with him hiring racist assistant coaches or him grab-assing random hotties in bars just hours after losing football games, or maybe it was the reports of constant tensions between him and every other person in the organization. Or maybe it had something to do with the latest news that he physically kicked former Jacksonville place kicker Josh Rambo in the leg during a training session. According to Rambo, Meyer came up to him in practice, kicked him in the leg and said, Hey, dipstick, make your kicks. When Lambeau said, bruh, don't ever effing kick me again. Meyer allegedly responded by saying, I'm the head coach. I'll kick whoever the F I want. Now, I've spent a better part of the last 24 hours reading up on some of the greatest head coaches in NFL history. And so far, I do not see a single instance where Vince Lombardi or Tom Landry hauled off and booted another player in the shins. To me, that's not good quality coaching. And so, taking... All of this together, I suppose firing Urban Meyer was the smart thing to do. The smarter thing to do would have been to not hire him at all. Then you certainly wouldn't have to give him $12 million a year to ruin your team. This is a guy who has created a toxic culture wherever he has gone. And now he's gone from this toxic nightmare too. Just a shame they couldn't wait until they played the Patriots because beating him would have been a hell of a lot of fun. But hey, never mind yapping. Sports brought to you by Rockies Ace Hardware. Can you walk into any Rockies right now and pick up a copy of the current sales flyer? Of course you can. But you can also get Curry, uh, Rockies current sales flyer anytime on your phone or computer. What's on sale at Rockies? It's always at your fingertips at Rockies.com. My back, that's my view from the couch. Rock 102 Springfield Classic Rock at 614 in Boston at Rock 102. It's going to be mostly sunny today with a high of 58. Tomorrow, more of the same with a high of 53. It's 49 right now in downtown Springfield. Uh, Scott Zolak will be joining us later on this morning after 8 o'clock. Brought to you by the Leo Auto Group. And it is also 
Thunderbird Thursday. We have tickets to Saturday's game against the Hartford Wolfpack, plus a bunch of other great stuff that can all be yours. Not now, but later. So just be patient. Just keep listening for that. That's right. Uh, we were just talking in uh, Hollywood Trash about the uh, you know the, the things that get people going because Pornhub released their annual year in review. Because who doesn't want to know about porn? It's kind of like your uh, your Spotify Wrapped that everybody's sharing right now. Yeah. By the way, uh, if we could just go to that for a second. Uh, here's the thing. Uh, I have one account for Spotify. Right. I don't have the family plan. Mm-hmm. So uh, my kids use Spotify too. Sure. So. Uh, the first time I used the Spotify, I was all by myself, and I could go back and say, "Oh yeah, I remember listening to all that music." You yeah. Know, in the beginning of the year. Now my top lists include uh, Taylor Swift, Paper Rings, yeah, and uh, TLC No Scrubs. Yeah, that's you see, this is the problem when yeah. you when you share it with family. Yeah. You know, yeah. Then it winds up having a horrible reflection upon you. Well, the reality is, I'm too cheap to buy my own Spotify. So I'm actually piggybacking off my sister's Spotify. Oh, okay. Uh, which means there's only one user, so you can only have the one yeah. user. See, I uh, I uh, I cared about my family and uh, purchased the family plan, so the kids have got it, Jenny's got it, I got it, and uh, so my rap came out uh, as I would have expected, but it was also based on all of my research for my podcast, the Backseat uh. Musical Podcast. So it all it all became uh, quite reflective. It's a write-off. No, actually, uh, you can't write this off anymore. Nor- otherwise, I would uh, I would write it off. You can't write off Spotify as part of a like business expense. No, they eliminated the ability to have uh, non reimbursed business expenses. I wasn't able to draw anything off my taxes. That's kind of a bummer. Yeah, no, it's a huge yeah. bummer because I you know I actually uh, much like uh, other uh, you. Know, other occupations, I actually spend money to do this job. Well, I still uh, write off equipment that I buy. Yeah, well, that's uh, you know, that's for that's, my business. Sure, but and you're probably uh, you know you probably did that years ago before they changed the the tax laws, and so you're probably grandfathered in on certain things. I say I don't understand any of that. I don't either. I just I just basically follow whatever my accountant tells me to do, and yeah. I say okay, fine. Yeah, I just let the thing tell me what to do. You know. Anyway, I hear you. Uh, anyway, we're back to the porn. Porn. Yeah. porn. Let's not talk about taxes. Let's talk about porn. Uh, America, oh, Americans watched more porn than any other country, and tw- and more than twice as much as the UK. In and people place. say that this country has fallen apart. Yeah. I don't. I don't see it when you when you when you mention that. Well, of course, we watch more porn than the UK. Our population is bigger. We've got better porn. You ever seen British porn? Oh, God. Come over here and touch my bitty. Bitty. Do my nasty jacked up teeth make you horny, baby? Do you want to go to a dentist? I didn't think so. While most of my remaining teeth are ornamental, do they make you horny? The uh, top searches in the U.S. this year were hentai, which is the uh, anime porn. Again, I, Again, I, do, I don't get I the don't whole understand uh, that, that cartoon thing. Lesbian, MILF, ebony, Asian, and Latina, and threesome. Those were the uh, in that order. In that top. order. MILF, ebony, Asian, Latina, and threesome. No Ooh. ivory? No ivory. Well, no. You can't have ebony without ivory. Well, they live together in harmony, side by side on the piano. Keyboard, oh, Lord, why don't we? Did I know the words to that and you didn't? I don't know if you did. 
think you might have skipped a few. Maybe I did. The average American spent nine minutes and 44 seconds on Pornhub each time they visited. Yes, that's searching for the porn. Eh, we can take care of this whole thing in 30 seconds or less. Uh, yes. Yeah. I think the searching is actually... I think you probably spend more time searching on a site like that than you would... You know, going to a library to look up a book. I'm like uh, I'm like Domino's Delivery back in the 80s. 30 seconds or less, or it's free. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, that, that's a lot of time. Uh, that's 10th worldwide and down 23 seconds from 2020. The Philippines is first at 11 minutes and 31 seconds per visit. What the hell is going on in the Philippines? I don't know. That's a pretty... Uh... I did not expect that from the Philippines. The uh, state with the most uh, staying power was Wyoming at 11 minutes and 3 seconds. Colorado was in last place at 8 minutes and 51 seconds. Uh, 85% of Pornhub's traffic in the U.S. was on phones this year. Only 12% were on computers and 3% were on tablets. See, I would think tablets would be bigger. Yeah, but everybody's got a phone. Not everybody's got a tablet. And but a I'm lot of times... A lot of times, your laptop yeah. is sometimes hooked up into your 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 employer's network. Yeah, so you don't want that stuff on that laptop. Oh, like that guy on CNN when he uh, the Jeffrey decided, Tubin decided to start uh, feeding baloney to the Smurfs, if yeah. you will. Yeah, yeah. but but they hired him back. Did they? Go figure that. Well, uh, bad behavior is often rewarded. I guess. Andrew Cuomo is going to be the president of the United States soon. Not anytime soon, no. The uh, average porn viewer in the U.S. was 37 years old. Only 17% were 55 and older. Oh, well, there you go, Bax. You're on the low end of that. It's nice to know. You're leading the group. I don't know if I'm leading anything, really. On the flip side, 27% were 55 and older in South Korea. Well, they like weird stuff over there anyway. South Korea. What's, uh, you know, you, you mentioned uh, the British. I, I would be very interested to know how the Germans fare in the uh, quote-unquote pecking order. They make the sickest stuff. They do make the, the sickest Germans. stuff, but uh, hey, uh, leave the Germans alone. No, I'm just asking. They've suffered enough. Oh, my God, listen to you. No, I'm asking because, you know, it, it's like a you wonder— if it's a supply and demand issue, like, you know, the Germans can only be, you know, really uh, aroused by by the worst stuff imaginable. I mean, they're, they've got a history of that. But I'm right. just saying, you know, as far as, you know, their viewing habits go. I mean, yeah. Germany would be a very good case study. Well, well maybe we can uh, maybe we can pull up a survey uh, and see how they, they fared in this whole thing. I'll have to do some, do some I research have to, on that. I mean, yeah, it's a, it's a pretty... Uh, Twisted society over there. From what uh, you know, if if uh, if if Pornhub is your only <laughs> you know, form right. of understanding, uh, you know our uh, national borders. But um, the Germans seem to have a lock on a lot of stuff. Yeah, they do. Well, they're very sexy people. You know what I mean? Like they they really into the sex thing. I don't know if they. Well, I mean, I don't know. I mean, some of them are, are uh, I guess, you know, good looking. But you know, yeah. on the videos, that's not what you see. Uh, the most searched for porn stars were Lana Rhodes, Abella Danger, Ava Elfie, Riley Reed, and Mia Malkova. Sorry, I don't know I, any of them. Yeah, I don't know any of them either. I don't really pay attention to what their names are. You don't uh, wait till the end to see the credits? 
I don't think there's any credits on the videos that I watch. What about blooper reels? Is there a blooper reel at the you, end of these? You things? know what? I've seen that. There's a website out there. That was the <laughs> that was the website that I saw. Uh, <laughs> that weird amputee porn thing that I was telling you about with the, with the uh, the girl had the missing uh, limb, right? And was using the stub yep. for things on her man. Yep, right. Uh, and uh, there was another video on that website with the, uh, like, porn bloopers. Like, the blooper reel. Of right. What because you like, you're, like you're in the middle of an act and you suddenly say, line! Like, you need you need to know now, exactly what to say. It was more about the uh, the shrapnel, if you will, from the uh, the final product. Oh, you know God. what I mean? Yeah. Like, hey, by oh, the way, now hey, might be got a good... on the camera guy. By the way, uh, now might be a good time to uh, get your kids away from the radio. Yeah, that's a good that's yeah. a good warning. I should have said that earlier. I just was you know just so uh, involved in the conversation. Uh, but yeah, it was like it was like shrapnel. It was like uh, the cameraman got hit. You know what I mean? <laughs> like it was it was one of those kind of things. Oh, oh it was hilarious. I bet I, that was a, I bet that was all yeah, the rage on the yeah. set. They also uh, put a map of the U.S. and listed the uh, term in that each state searched for the most uh, relative to other states. For example, in California, it's Asian. In Alaska, it's morning sex. And in Texas, it's thick Latina. See, now I think in Alaska, it would be like sex in broad daylight because they only have like six months of that, right? Yeah. Hot wife was number one in Massachusetts. Hot wife. No kidding. Yeah, you know what that is, right? That's like uh, like s almost swingerish kind of thing. Oh, really? Like you bang somebody else's wife while you watch. Oh, really? Yeah. Interesting. I don't, know, I don't know how people can do that either. Well, I mean, do I get to play with my phone or read a good book while that's happening? Well, I guess you could, but the whole point is for you to get aroused by that. Now, why would I do that? I don't know. There are people out there who want to see their significant other get railed by some other dude. I wouldn't want to see that. No, I probably wouldn't uh, want to see that either. Unless it's somebody, like, famous and has a lot of money. Well, that I would see. Yeah, you know sure. what I mean? Yeah. You're going to get some money out of that? <laughs> Let's turn this into a cash cow. Yeah, right? All right, before you start, let me open up my let me open up my laptop right. so I can go on my bank uh, website to make sure that it, uh, the deposit happened. Uh, in other states, in, like in Ohio, it's Cougar. Arkansas, it's Divorced. Utah is Mormon, naturally. Right. Uh, in Virginia, it's Dirty Talk. Oh, man. I just love the way you crush my Marlboros while you're sitting on my <laughs> chest. Uh, Louisiana, it's simply naked women. They don't mess around down nah, there. No, they don't care. Iowa is Harley Quinn. I guess they're big comic book fans out there. Okay. In Nevada, it's twerking. Uh, like I said, hot wife for Massachusetts. In Hawaii, it's amateur wife. Can I just say something? I know we're running out of time. Yeah. Uh, about the phenomenon of twerking. Yeah. Enough already. Yeah, I don't uh, enough. I don't see the I don't I don't really see the value. Of I this. mean, at, at one point it looked uh, you know, somewhat like a like a physical challenge, but now that we've been doing it for yeah. like 15, 20 years, it's time to knock it off. Well, uh there you go. That's how dirty we are as Americans. Good to know. Sick bastards. It's 626 of Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's gift giving. Nagel on Rock 102. <laughs> it's going to be mostly sunny with a high of 58 tomorrow more of the same with a high of 53. It's 49 right now in downtown Springfield and with that, let's laugh. Tell me. Tell me what's fun. It's Bax and O'Brien's joke of the day. Well, it's nice to find a fellow with a keen sense of humor on Rock 102. Joke of the day brought to you by 
Gary Rome Hyundai. Uh, right now, get three years complimentary maintenance at Gary Rome Hyundai, Whiting Farms Road in Holyoke, and that's no joke. Oh, my God. That is hilarious. Springfield's Classic Rock. So I'm uh, <clears throat> at a traffic light at one of those uh, traffic islands uh, yesterday. Yes. And uh, I see this most beautiful homeless woman. Really? Standing there on the island. Yeah. Really? And I said, hey, uh, <clears throat> can I take... I asked her if I could take her home, right? Sure. And then uh, she goes, absolutely. And then and her look on her face changed when I walked away with her cardboard box. <laughs> you get it? Because I took her home. Yeah, that's where she was living. Home with yeah, you. Yeah. Oh, man. Jokes about Woo, homeless her. Yeah, that's funny <laughs> stuff. Funny. Yeah. Booyah! 6.33 with Bax and O'Brien. Uh, Bax and O'Brien Rock 102. It's time for news. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel. What happened to Bax and uh, Nagel or Steve uh, and Steve, Nagel? Nagel? Yeah. I don't know, man. I, you know what? I, I'm uh, I'm cutting down on my coffee. So I'm not, uh, I'm not 100% with you right now. Oh, because of the AFib thing? Yeah. I thought, mm. uh, you know, having like loads of coffee, Ooh, it probably is... wouldn't be so mm. good. Mm. Excuse me. You know, thank you very I much for showing it in my face. If you're not dancing on my grave, you're showing it in my face. I'm drinking tea. You hot take tea. everything so personally, Bax. What do you, you mean? Really, I'm taking it. I'm not taking it personally. You take everything personally. I'm just simply uh, telling you how delicious this uh, this coffee is this morning. Mm, mm. Oh, mm. so good, so good. Mm. Is that the uh, nitro cold brew you're drinking? Yes, it is. Where can I get that? Uh, at every Big Y Express. <laughs> thank you very much. Uh, on Tuesday, Second Chance Community Veterinary Hospital learned that two people broke into the organization's, organization's storage shed and stole equipment and tools. You sons of bitches. Damn it. <clears throat> According to Second Chance CEO Cheryl Blacato, uh, two suspects made off with their power floor cleaner and power tools valued at approximately $1,000, which is below the nonprofit's insurance deductible, <laughs> which means replacing them takes away uh, critical funding needed for the rescued animals. Lacato told uh, 22 News that uh, that facility just took in some homeless animals from Kentucky after the devastating tornado, so financially, it's a big hit for the nonprofit. What an idiot. Who would do something like that? Don't look at me. Well, I, I could tell you uh, scumbags would do something like that. Yes. Uh, yeah, and, and she even asks uh, the same question. Why would somebody do something like this? I don't know. I had a, like an antique plow on my front lawn, right? As a as a decoration, sure. Somebody stole it. This was going back probably six, seven years ago. Somebody stole it, like, and you would need two people to physically lift the thing up into whatever you were carrying it away in. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, there's people out there that will take anything if it has any sort of value to it. It can be worth some sort of cash prize to you at the end. You know why? Why does anyone you know vandalize personal property? Why does anyone steal anything? It's, you know, it's to be, it's to be a jerk. I guess so. But, but why should you be a jerk like that? Because it's fun. Being a jerk is really. great fun. Uh, the suspects. Well, you know what? Maybe you and I should start trying it more often. Should be bigger jerks and have more fun doing it. The uh, suspects were caught on second chances security camera and video will be turned over to the detective in charge. Uh, it's not it's just not right because people donate to help us help the animals. They are the things that we have to have. And I just don't understand why people would do this. Well, because they're jerks. And if you want to make donations, you can uh, make that out to the second chance animal services from East Brookfield. Yeah, they're just uh, they're showing video uh, right now on 22. 
mm-hmm. of uh, you know dudes walking past, and yeah. you know it's a small facility. You know, this isn't like one of the big opulent no. you know animal hospitals. This a... is like your mon pa you know roadside animal hospital that, that uh, probably does great work. It's not a Boston Road Animal Hospital. Well, neither is the Boston Road Animal Hospital anymore. I don't think that's even open. Or it's not a Deerfield Animal Hospital. Oh, there you go. There you go. Uh, An injured snowy owl was rescued at a Lowe's in Hadley yesterday. Hadley police received a call from a store that a possibly injured snowy owl was found near the building. Officers, along with employees of Lowe's, were able to safely capture the owl. And they said, who? Who is this owl? Oh, that's like an owl yeah, joke. That's yeah. very clever, Steve. The uh, snowy owl has been taken in by Tom Riccardi, owner of the Massachusetts Birds of Prey Rehab Center. He's Cardi T. Yes, he is. Yeah, yeah. Cardi T yeah. from the uh, from the Birds of Prey Rehabilitation Center. Are there a lot of birds in rehab uh, at the moment? I mean, do they have to like uh, you know work harder to find beds and stuff? Well, yeah. I mean, uh, you get to, there's like a, there's like a whole animal rehab. Yeah. Like, uh, I know Amy Swinehouse is in there. Sure, right. <laughs> you see what I did? I, I, totally I took think. the name and I turned it into a pig. Yeah, I, I see what you did there. Because she was a pig. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no. She was a victim, really. A victim of what? Circumstance. And uh, an overly aggressive, overbearing father. Well, they tried to make her go to rehab. But she said no, 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 no. no, no. Yeah, see, I don't know. Uh, The Mass Department of Public Health is issuing updated guidance on elective surgeries as COVID-19 cases strain hospital resources. This is something you should be listening to. I'm sorry, what did you say? Yeah, the uh, latest guidance says that hospitals must reduce non-essential and non-urgent scheduled procedures. They need to be reduced by at least 50%. DPH cited an increase in patients with COVID-19 and staffing shortages. Locally, Bay State Health sent a uh, statement saying they're working with physicians to reduce elective procedures. All right, let me just uh, let me just explain. I we have no, uh, there's been no discussion about whether I'll be receiving surgery yet. I'm still waiting to hear from the orthopedic specialist, but if in fact I do need a surgical procedure to work on my knee, uh, I don't think that's elective at all. I think it's uh, life-threatening. Life-threatening? Yeah, it's interrupting my life. I don't know about threatening that. my day-to-day activities. I uh, I don't know about that. I don't know. Someone's going to have to move out of the way. If it's not uh, something that's going to... You're not going to die tomorrow from not having it. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, my Apple Watch is saying something differently. Well, that's your AFib thing, though. That's going to be a different thing that they do for you. Well, I hope we, hope we all get our priorities straight, right Hospital employees? Uh, Southwick police are asking for the public's help in identifying a truck involved in a breaking and entering. According to uh, Southwick police, the truck in the photos that they released online was allegedly involved in a breaking and entering incident at a landscaping business. The suspect is believed to have taken several landscaping tools and equipment. Well, maybe they should uh, see if it's the same uh, person that took the stuff from the animal shelter in Springfield. Those were tools. True. The truck has been identified as a gray 2004 Dodge Ram uh, 1500 SRT pickup truck. There's probably only one or two of those in existence. uh, If you have any information on the vehicle, well, it says 2004 to 2006. I don't know the exact year. Yeah, but somewhere around there. If you have any information on the vehicle, you're asked to call the uh, Southwick police. Again, it's right and just... How many days before Christmas? Well, right now it's nine. Nine days before Christmas. People are jerks. 
You know, uh, people don't care that it's nine days before Christmas. They have, I mean, and they fired that poor Urban Meyer ten days before Christmas. That poor bastard. Yeah. Fired him. Fired him. Simply because he was inadequate and terrible at his job. Well, Ten days before Christmas. Yeah, right before the holidays. A uh, school board meeting grew tense in Glastonbury, Connecticut this week, ending with a board member taking a punch to the face. What? Yeah, a video taken by another attendee shows the pair arguing with heckling from others, and it boils over. The board board member fell to the floor, but will be okay. Does he have to serve detention? Uh, I think he probably does. This all over changes to the local high school's mascot. The board voted earlier this year to retire the Tomahawk moniker due to public opposition. The school students have already voted to go by the Glastonbury Guardians. So, uh, I don't really know, but, uh, but that provoked a fist fight? Apparently. Amongst board members, you know, school board members. Yeah, you know, I'm watching the video last night. There's these two old guys going at it with each other. Oh, don't you tell me what to do. You know. <laughs> you see, one guy pushed one I've guy. I've been disparaging Native Americans since you were just a thought in your dad's underpants. You see this uh, the school committee member get up, and he, and he pushes somebody. Yeah. And then the guy gets up and punches him and knocks him down to the ground. So, to say that he was, you know, they're making him out to be the victim. But yeah. if you watch the video, he's the one that initiates the physical contact. I don't think he would have been involved in a physical <laughs> altercation if he hadn't done that. You said these are older guys? Well, that was an older guy that got knocked down. I, I couldn't see. really quite tell what the other guy looked like in the, in the video because they had masks on, too. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's the other thing. Uh, Police say it is safe to return to normal school routines in operation after a social media threat was being investigated at Westfield High School. The Westfield police have identified the party responsible and determined the threats were not credible. The district will take appropriate action. All parties associated with the website and messages have been spoken to, and their parents have been made well aware. Hmm. You know what your boy was doing all day? Writing threats to the other students? And it's finals week. I know. You know, that's uh, he should really be concentrating on his studies. And just nine days before (laughs) Christmas. According to a statement uh, from the Westfield superintendent, Stefan. Stefan. Really? Gazabowski. Ah, Stefan. Anyway, he says uh, the Westfield High School administration was informed Wednesday morning of several local social media posts. That could be interpreted as a threat to others. Counseling services will be available to all services and staff members beginning today. Well, that was nice. An email from Principal Charles Jendrizik uh, went out to parents informing them of the situation. At this time, the Westfield Schools and Westfield Police Department are fully investigating the situation. They didn't say anything. There's no other details. It's just them saying, yeah, we're looking into it. All right. Well, that's all we need to know. But uh, listen, if you're a youngster and you're thinking about uh, posing a bomb threat, don't, because yeah, don't do they'll, they'll be on to you. Yeah, they'll be on to you. They can so easily trace everything now. Yeah, telling you about those prank phone calls yesterday. Nobody could tell where those prank phone calls were coming from back in the 90s. No, of course not. Caller ID was just becoming a thing in the star 6-9, and uh, we knew how to block the number by pressing uh, star 6-7, uh, I believe. It's uh, something I, to block your number before you call somebody else. I don't know. I've never really had to do that. But, you know, it's like, uh, you know, the olden days when you would make perfectly good threats on a on a, uh, 
on a payphone. Oh yeah, you know, an yeah. untraceable payphone. Well, you can't even find a payphone anymore. Well, the you guys don't even don't, don't, they don't even exist. Well, there's one in the airport. There's you know where there's one. I saw one uh, outside of the Stop and Shop in Holyoke. The one on uh, I believe it's Lincoln Street. But does it work? It looks like it works. Well, looking like it works and actually working at well, different things. Well, it didn't things. have any wires hanging off it. The handset was still there. Huh. Well, that's something. That is something. It's like we had to take a picture of it. That thing should be in a museum somewhere. Well, we go to the beach. There's a, there's a pay phone there, but the uh, the handpiece has mm-hmm. been ripped off the phone. But yeah, every time I go by there, I still put my finger in the change thing, think, think I might get a Did, quarter. You know, this is one of those things. Like 30 years from now, you're going to be with uh, grandkids, right? Right. And you're going to be in a museum, and all of this stuff that we grew up with will be there. Yeah, pay phones. Right, pay phones. Uh, tabletop uh, jukeboxes, yeah. like, the, like you know, the restaurant jukeboxes. That little uh, red dot baseball game uh, that you played uh, on, with the 9-volt battery in oh, the back Jesus, of it. Oh, Jesus, I love that game. I know. I Why, love we, that. We had that. I had the football one, too. I was pretty good at it. I don't know if we had the football one. I know my brother definitely had the baseball one. I had the, the, the baseball, and then I... And I, it would go, do-do-do-do-do-do, yeah, when you great. had the home run, yeah. It's awesome. Good stuff. Uh, you know, actually, uh, now that we're talking about electronics, uh, the uh, the person who told us to listen to the Bax and O'Brien podcast in faster time, you know, like the to, to you can do it on Spotify. Oh, yeah, because it made it sound like we were drunk. Yeah, I'm not sure if you can. Well, it's not, it, if you do it fast, it makes it sound and everything sounds really funny. It's, it's not any funnier. So you know what? Let me get that queued up and see if we can uh, play that after this break. Here. To see uh, if it's actually funnier? Well, yeah, because I listened to that, you know, we were singing yesterday. Oh, yeah. We were singing at uh, Orchestral Maneuvers in the Dark. Yeah, if you leave. Band. Yeah. yeah, right. Uh, it sounds pretty funny when we're when we're singing it out loud. Oh, no kidding. So with with the 1.5 times faster. Yeah, well, that's a good science experiment. So you know what? What? That's what I'll cue up, and we'll get back to that in just a few minutes. Perfect. How about that? Sounds perfect. Your Pioneer Valley forecast today, which is brought to you by Fogbuster Nitro Cold Brew Coffee. Fogbuster is velvety smooth and never bitter because Fogbuster is air-roasted. Air Look for the black and white can now at every Big Y Express. It's going to be mostly sunny today with a high of 58. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 53. It is 49 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Oh yeah. If New England's starting quarterback throws a touchdown, you could win a Collinsville watch from the Gold Trader. Go to thegoldtraderstore.com slash 102 to enter. And each week throughout the 2021 regular season, if New England's starting quarterback throws a touchdown, someone will win their choice of a men's or women's Collinsville watch from the Gold Trader and the Diamond Shop, 1360 Allen Street, Springfield, and Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock. It's the Big Finish Sales Event at Batera Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram in Westfield, where our pricing could save you hundreds or even thousands over other even thousands.
It's 7.08 with Bax and uh, Nagel on Rock 102. It's going to be uh, warm today. Sunny and a high of 58 tomorrow. More of the same with a high of 52. It's 50 right now in downtown Springfield. Yeah, but if anyone freaks out, there's no uh, there's no chance of snow. I'm just uh, trying to get into the holiday spirit. You know, this whole uh, health thing's kind of derailed me a little bit. Yeah. Getting involved into uh, that peace on earth, goodwill towards men garbage. Oh, yeah, all that garbage. We uh, we here at the at Rock 102 tomorrow are going to be celebrating our uh, annual uh, holiday party. I uh, love the annual holiday party. Yeah, no, I do too. I love it's the a time for us to get together and have to tell everybody how what a pleasure it was working with them all. Oh long. yeah, and it's uh, and I got a, I got a lot of problems with those people, and uh, but you know this year unlike you know other years because like last year we didn't have a holiday party because of right. COVID we thought uh, it might be best to uh, to distance ourselves and so this is. This will be like the first time in two years we've had it. Like a lot of uh, places are doing it. And uh, this year we also have a couple of new employees that have kind of embraced the idea of turning this into like a winter wonderland. It's like the Mm -hmm. most festive, joyous office uh, you've ever seen in your life. Well, it's actually kind of nice because we haven't had this. So this is new. We've always put up a tree, but it's always been like a sad, depressing we, we, tree, we but, usually you know, put up a tree and a menorah, and that's it. And that was that's yeah. that's all there is. But uh, like they put like holiday lights around our windows here. Yeah. There's like snowflakes. There's candy canes. There's everything. It's very festive. I believe there's a ghost in the building too because there's that one snowflake that keeps dangling in the wind. Yet there's no uh, vent pipe near it. You're right, and uh, it keeps yeah. falling off. Yeah. Uh, that might also have something to do with the inadequate tape dispensers that we have here well too. that could be too because we definitely had to uh cut uh cut expenses on the tape yeah have you noticed and i don't know you know i don't know if you have but i have definitely noticed that in spite of all the yuletide joy yeah and changes uh that we've experienced uh, during this holiday season yeah how little and few holiday treats have been brought into this building well I mean, did we ever really have a lot of treats? I, I think historically it was, uh, well, somebody got one of them Harry and David gift boxes, and they don't want it, so right. they're going to bring it in and feed it to the rest of us. Uh, and, and we're like we're like seagulls in a parking lot full of French fries. You oh, yeah. I mean? No, like, absolutely. Somebody throws one of them French fries. Like, ah, 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 oh, yeah, we're still, we, one we, French fry. we fight over it. I mean, yeah. if, I mean, if someone brings like a box of donuts, yeah, that thing's gone in fifteen seconds, right? Yeah, we just we we rip at it like it's like a like it's our very last meal. But I'm just been a little surprised. Here it is, uh, December sixteenth. Haven't seen a whole lot of Christmas cookies. Mm-hmm. Haven't seen the like a like a single you know holiday cake or yeah. pie. Not a single fruit cake has entered into this building. No. You know, and I and I well, I love fruit cake. And, and I was thinking, you know, what would be really cool. Remember how we had to cut expenses and we got rid of that uh, that water cooler? Yeah. Imagine if you took the water cooler and rather than with giant jugs of water, yeah, big enormous jugs of eggnog. How how badass would that be? Could we have a uh, another cooler just filled with rum so people could uh, mix their own drinks? I don't see why that couldn't there be done. You go. I don't All see right. anything wrong with that. And yet I have yet to see anyone Carry yeah. the initiative of holiday treats. I uh, I was thinking about this uh, conversation because we kind of were banging it back and forth to each other yesterday after the show. Yeah, right, you know? right. And uh, I'm thinking about it, and I'm like, yeah, you know what? You're right. There is a lack of treats around here, but that is because of the employee turnover here that we've had. Because there were certain people that used to work here 
like the one lady, she yep. used to make these peanut butter cookies with the Hershey Kiss in it. Oh, I love those. But it was also with a pretzel on top of it that you melt the chocolate a little uh, bit, and yeah. then you press the the. It was one of those uh, waffle cut pretzels. Oh, I know what exactly. Down under the to- cookie, and it was like a it was like a taste explosion oh, in your mouth. Oh my god, how good is that? Huh? And uh, so she doesn't work here anymore, which is more of a reason for me to hate the guy that could let her go. I mean, the, the other day I'm having coffee with a buddy of mine, right? And we go to La Fiorentina, okay, right here in East Lombardo. Now, if you go there, there's all kinds of new holiday treats they pull out just for this time of of the year. Mm-hmm. Now, I suppose I could have. Uh, dug deep into my pocket and uh, and bought a few things for uh, these animals up here. But, sure. you know, I almost feel like, you know, why should I have to be the one who starts it? You know, why should I get the ball rolling? I mean, is that really my responsibility? Well, if you want it, yes, it is. But, uh, you, you but, you're, doing it for, but you're doing it for other people. You know, I'm not sure, sure I'm uh, I'm really interested in that. I'd rather be the recipient than the initiator of this. Yeah, but you come up with something crappy. And then somebody goes, oh, my God, I can't believe somebody's passing these out. You know, I've come up with some unbelievable ideas over the years. And some of them have actually turned actually uh, actually turned out to happen. Like yeah. well, we, many years ago, we were remodeling this place. Mm-hmm. And uh, they, they took our guy, Jerry, and they moved his office to like down to, like down the hall. Yeah. And, uh, and then his office then became the kitchen. You know, all they wanted to do up there was just put like a soda machine and that and like a snack machine, and that was going to be it. And I said to the boss at the time, "No, what you need to do is uh, put in a full kitchen. That way, we could have like a casserole day here at the station." Oh yeah, casserole now, day. We never had a casserole day, mm-hmm. but he thought, "Yeah, you know what? Maybe we do need a kitchen." And so he paid for a kitchen. No, we no one's ever used the stove. No one's really ever used the dishwasher or the uh, trash compactor well, we have here. We had one guy that used to burn stuff in the stove all the time. But he was just one guy, and even he's no longer here to burn his food. So sure. now we have a perfectly good kitchen, no more water cooler, mm. a brand spanking new fridge with plenty of room for lots and lots of eggnog, and it, I don't see any of it here. Uh, well... What's going on in this place? Maybe you should send out an all-staff email. Yeah, you know, I should. Yeah. I'll write, Dear Friends, what's the deal with the lack of holiday treats? Signed, Steve Nagel. Yeah, I don't put my name on it. What are you talking because about? Because I'm not, uh, you, I have no interest in this. What? You, you'll be you'll be up there eating that stuff, won't you? I would be up there eating it if it was available, but, I, but if it's not available, I'm not begging for it. I'm not begging. I'm just I'm just surprised that we've seen so little of it. There's well, one woman here who bakes cookies. Yeah. One. Yeah. And she did uh she actually did uh, like Rock 102 logo uh, cookies for the girl that came back here. Yeah. No, she's uh are, she's very talented. Very talented. Yeah. She's a hell of a baker, but, but you know, maybe this... she needs to step up her game a little bit more. Is that what you're saying, Ben? I'm I'm not No, I'm not putting it on the shoulders yeah. of one person. I don't think that's fair. I'm just saying that, you know, there's nearly 20 people that are working here. And everybody should be playing their part to make this a festive holiday atmosphere. Well, not for we've nothing. Only, we've only gone eighty percent. We need to push that extra twenty to really make this a Yuletide place to work. Not for nothing here, but uh, do you re- really think that your recent medical issues would uh, allow you to indulge in such high sugar treats? You have a you have a very strange belief that all I'm thinking about is me. 
Well, you are thinking about you. No, Steve. Because you usually no, do. No, I'm I'm thinking about everybody else. What I'm thinking about is what kind of joy and uh, and wonder would there be if people could go upstairs and say, oh, my gosh, look at all of these delicious baked holiday treats. Yeah, that might happen next week closer to Christmas. That's a whole week away, Steve. Well, you can wait. It's only Thursday. Well, uh, you could wait till Monday. I bet you Monday there'll be some sort of treat in here. You know, we should the, have Spirit Week here. Oh, that would be kind of cool. Everybody huh? wears a crazy hat on Monday, or like Pajama yeah. Day. I'd yeah, like a Pajama like Day. Yeah, Pajama Day. Well, I'm uh, I'm in Pajama Day every day. Yeah, I actually wore this last night too. But I'm just thinking, uh, you know, what a great way to build morale than you know to have uh, like uh, like theme weeks. Yeah, I think that would be a great idea. Yeah, I mean, we yeah we haven't had a great morale in this place, and I don't know how long. Now we're finally uh, getting it back together with all kinds of fancy decorations, and I'm thinking, yeah, listen, if you're gonna go, go in full bore. And if that means you've yeah. got like a, a delicious chocolatey yule log up there, or uh, you know, uh, you know, some some eggnog or some mulled wine, people uh, love the mulled wine. Get a very, it's a very productive thing to drink at work. I'm true. Uh, mulled wine, yeah, yeah, get, right. Get, get hammered at work. That's a good way to get through the day. Uh, I don't think the last time. Well, like when I first started working here, way back in 2005, right? Uh, we had a lot of people working here, so there was always something available. This, that's again, that's that's another yes. factor to this whole thing. I understand, but this is what I'm getting at. Those were happy times, we, weren't they? Happy times. They were happy times. We probably had about 30 full-time employees working in the building. That's right, right. and then about 20 part-time workers uh, floating around here. So everybody had something. And matter of fact, the cleaning crew. I got to become good friends with them. Yeah. They, uh, they, uh, she used to make uh, me these pickled kielbasas. Do you remember the, the jars of the pickled eggs and the kielbasas in the fridge years yes. ago? Yes. Yeah. So she used to make that stuff for me, and uh, and I used to take it home. A husband and wife team. They were very nice people that used to come in here and, and to do the cleaning here. And I was here at night because yeah. I was doing the seven o'clock shift, and uh, and I, I miss those days. I miss. The days of uh, community coming together. To, See, uh, Steve, this is what I'm talking about. Yeah. You know, we have been through so much together as a society, as a staff, yeah. as as just individuals. We've been through so much. Mm -hmm. Don't you think that every day should be like a holiday party? You know, why all you know jammed up into one day? But you know, like not like we all get out of the building and we hang. I'm just saying, you know, like like if we're doing like regular business, wouldn't it just be great to have like yeah. a a carving station, uh, or you know, maybe like a like a like a bourbon tent or something. I've always said a uh, a charcuterie board each and every day uh, with fresh meats and uh, fresh cured meats and cheeses. I agree. Would be uh, yeah, like a like a whole thing of crackers. Yeah, even 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 if we're just talking about cheese and crackers, at, at the very least, uh, we, you know, we're we're bringing our staff together as people. It's a right. it's a bonding thing. It's like, hey, you're going to eat that piece of uh, gouda? No, thank you. I'm going to have this traditional cheddar. I uh, I complained about the candy upstairs. Yeah, you did. The candy uh, in the dish upstairs is like they're chocolate eggs mm -hmm. and they're red and green, you know, Christmassy colors. Yeah, but, but probably rewrapped from Easter. Uh, yeah, that's uh, that, and they're like the cheap milk chocolate. And I'm standing now. We have this uh, we have this new gal up there that uh, she she coordinates all the candy. That's her job? She's the, the candy the, coordinator? Well, that's one of her many jobs that she does. But uh, one of the things is filling that candy thing. Right. 
And uh, me being a dick last week said, uh, you know, uh, this sweatshop candy ain't cutting it. What happened to like the lint chocolates and the, you know, the Giradellis mm -hmm. and, and all the other good name, brand name stuff? The next day, the thing was loaded with lint chocolates. See, this See? is why I think it's important for yeah. me to start bringing up the holiday treats. Yeah. And, you know, if you, it, just, it just takes a little bit, a, a little push, just a little, you know, little push right there. And all of a sudden, we're going to be loaded with stuff. Yeah. We're going to have to call this show the, uh, the Bax and Insulin Show. Steve, it's, again, it's not all yeah. about me. It's about building staff morale, and it's just it's about everybody. It's, it's about also everybody about appreciating putting into it. somebody into diabetic uh, shock. Too. I'm not looking to go. I'm, I don't need to lose a yeah. foot. I'm just I'm just <laughs> I'm just saying. What? We this, knew one guy that did. I know. Yeah, I know. I'm just saying that you know when it when it comes to you know turning the morale around in uh -huh. a place, sometimes the best we can hope for. Is to die in your sleep, like Kenny Rogers said. Is are like yeah. you know, Christmas cakes yeah. and treats and eggnog. And to die in your sleep. No, that's not what I'm saying, Steve. I'm I'm looking to well, bring the, joy to this place. Well, the best thing you can hope for is to die in your sleep. No, the best thing I can hope for is to last a few more years to enjoy the holiday treats that I suggested that we start bringing to work. Yeah, see, uh, again, you have to initiate it. Bring in something that uh, is... Middle of the road, delicious. Maybe a box of little Debbies or something. Wait, a minute. what? Wait, what kind of little Debbies? Like the Christmas trees. Oh, those are those are that's sweatshop. What are you talking that's, about? Those are good. That's trash. Those and those uh, or those uh, the the big giant chocolate cookies with the the they're like fudge rounds or something. All right, okay. You got the double All chocolate right. on the inside. I might be able to follow you See, on that one. You got to bring something like that in. How would you feel about a box of ring dings? You like ring dings? I don't like ring dings. Ho-hos? Oh, I like ho-hos, but not out of the box. What about you know the what, uh, no, what about the uh, yodels? You like yodels? Uh, I haven't had a yodel in years. I don't remember what they were. I'm not going to do devil dogs cuz that dries everyone's head That's out. That's disgusting. I mean, those are I awful. Can't even believe you would even suggest I that. I know. Why would anybody make something so dry? And so, and why is it so popular? I really don't know why the Devil Dog is popular. It is the driest cake ever made. That's like one of those things, like Joey Chestnut. It's like one of the things he wouldn't be able to do. The Devil Dogs, right? Eating, like let's say you're going to put a hundred of these Devil Dogs. He's like, there's no way I could do. I could do 110 hot dogs, but I can't do. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I can do 17 dogs. pounds of yeah. shrimp cocktail, but I am not going to put a Devil Dog in my mouth. The point is, Bax, you got to uh, take the uh, initiative yourself. I may have to, and uh, and and take care of this. It's uh, fix the fix the treat problem here at Rock 102. Well, Steve, if that's what it's going to take to yeah. turn this place around, then uh, I guess it will be on me to do it. You got it, man. It's 7:23 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. The melody for details. Ufund plan is offered by MIFA, your Massachusetts educational financing authority, and managed by Fidelity. For investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses, contact Fidelity for a fact kit. Read it carefully. If you or the designated beneficiary is not a Massachusetts resident, consider your or the beneficiary's home state plan for alternate state tax advantages or other benefits such as financial aid, scholarship funds, and protection from creditors. Units of the portfolios are municipal securities and are subject to market volatility. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC, member NYSE and SIPC. 7.33 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's time for news, and it's brought to you by Yankee Home Improvement. Uh, right now, they're offering 40% off installation, plus you get a free glass shower door while supplies last. Call Yankee Home right now and tell them that you heard this ad on Rock 102.
This is local radio icon Steve Nagel. Thanks, Banks. West, uh, uh, Westfield Police Department is asking for the public's help uh, looking for a vandalism suspect on Monday. According to a news release by the department, a person operating a vehicle was believed to be involved in the vandalism of another vehicle in the Walmart parking lot. If you can't park your car safely in a Walmart parking lot, where can you park? Yeah, it's almost, it's so hard to find a dirt bag at a Walmart parking lot. Uh, police are looking to identify the suspect. The vehicle is described as an early 2000s gray Ford Focus station wagon with a roof rack. <laughs> Did you favor? What are you, what are you hauling on top of that Ford Focus? Uh, nothing other than, uh. A huge ego thinking you can get away with this. Yeah, yeah no kidding. It is <laughs> with, 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 a, with a lot of uh, demented thought. Uh, it is noted that it may have damage, white paint or Bondo, on the passenger side door just under the window. You know, uh, they're really making this, this car sound like it's a piece of junk. Well, the car that got vandalized was not this car. This is the car that the suspects got away with. Right. So uh, so it saw another car, got it, jealous because it looks so nice. Broken ass, beat up, yeah. Ford Focus. So And then that's the point where they said, listen, if I can't have a nice car, then neither should you. You know, it's not bad enough you have a Ford Focus, but you have the Ford Focus station wagon. With the Bondo. Which, uh, man, trying to pick up all the ladies or what? Huh? Does anyone really think that the that a good Bondo job looks good? No, I don't. Is I don't. there anyone out there that says, you know, I'm really good at applying Bondo? I don't think uh, anybody is. I, I put Bondo. I told you uh, I had a car when I was 16. My dad gave me this beat-up old piece of crap Chevy, uh, what is it, uh, was it a Cavalier? No. Ooh, Chevy Cavalier. No, a Chevy Celebrity. That's Ooh, what it was. That's yeah. cherry. It was a Celebrity, and it uh, it was apparently green, <laughs> right? <laughs> you mean like there was a question about it? Well, because all the paint had chipped off of it. Oh, yeah. And uh, it was a 1984. Now, it's uh, 1996 by the time I get this thing, so right. the car is well over 10 12, years yeah, old. Yeah, 12 years old. And uh, uh, my my brother had gotten into an accident with it, so the back wheels, uh, instead of being a straight like axle thing, mm -hmm. uh, was kind of like a little grin. I see. Right. Yeah. Right. So I had to uh, change the tires every week. Every week. Because they were riding on the steel belts on the outside. Right. So wow. The, I got really good at change. I can change a tire in less than ten minutes. Well, I'd like to see you do that. I w I could do that. Yeah, I could I'll time you. Well, I mean, you know, you you, you kind of pick up some tips, like always carry the four way with you, the four way wrench. Yeah, no, I agree. And always carry a two ton trolley check with you in the back, just in case too. You can uh, you can take that handle right off the top of it and put it. It easily stows away in a trunk. <laughs> and then. Uh, <laughs> My dad had driven between a crane and a fence with it, so it had kind of like dented insides. Too. Ah, yeah. yeah, good choice. And uh, and and my friend, whose mother worked for a doll factory, she worked for a baby doll factory, right? Oh yeah, yeah. You think you told me about this? Yeah, and uh, we took. Uh, she had heads. She had parts of all these dolls before they assembled them and put them together. Right. So we just had this bald baby head. As the hood ornament, right? Well, no, it was the roof ornament. We, Even uh, better. We took Bondo and put it to the bottom of the baby head, 
and then uh, stuck it right on the top. Man, then, chicks must have just dug this vehicle. And then we cut out a we cut a hole in the back of the baby's head. Yeah, so we're not a real baby. So it's don't a worry ba- about it's it. plastic. And then we shoved a flashlight in it, so at nighttime it glowed as it as I drove down the street. Dude, this is the craziest thing I've ever it heard. Was, How uh, awesome! It was pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And uh, I only and got you pulled did- over like eight times. <laughs> And not because of the tires. Because surprisingly, it would not pass inspection. Could you believe no, that? No, I, I find that hard to... Uh, apparently a car that uh, goes through tires on a weekly basis. You know, I would think that any time your car... And, I, I, and I've never used Bondo, so it's hard to say. But this is an assumption that I'm just going to make. That if you're getting your car inspected, the yeah. moment the inspector sees Bondo in the car, mm-hmm. he's already writing out the word rejected Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's sure. already doing yeah. it. He's never, he's never going to allow that car to pass. I, uh, there was a. Eventually, the thing had to be like taken to a junkyard. Yes, it just wouldn't pass any sort of safety inspection with or without the baby head. Uh, with the baby head, by the mm. way. Yeah. Well, okay. yeah, you're going to get it crushed. You might as well get it crushed as a whole piece. You know. <laughs> Check out it's like it's, it's like fine artwork. Like like hey, oh, this is my art piece that I made. See, yeah. I would have, I would have kept it. Try to put it in a museum somewhere. Yeah, we uh, we we did some crazy stuff. Yeah, with the, with I'll those tell you, doll heads. You're right. Um, where was I going with this? Oh, I, Southwick police. They're looking for a breaking and entering suspect as well, uh, and identifying a truck involved in a breaking and entering, according to the Southwick uh, police. The truck in the photos uh, that they've shown on their Facebook page uh, was allegedly involved in a breaking and entering incident at a landscaping business. The suspect is believed to have taken several landscaping tools and equipment. The truck has been identified as a gray 2004 through 2006 Dodge Ram 1500 SRT pickup truck. Again, nobody's going to find one of those. Yeah, it's a very, I don't know, it sounds like a very rare vehicle. <laughs> if you have any information on the vehicle or the owner of the vehicle, you're asked to call the Southwick Police Department. Uh, let's see, uh, West Springfield's uh, police department, a new bagel shop in West Springfield, hosted coffee with a cop yesterday. For police, it's a reminder to the community that they care, and West Springfield officers use it as an opportunity to hear feedback from residents. Coffee with a cop was at Tandem Bagel Company, which opened on Elm Street in November. West Springfield's police chief was there, along with some fellow officers, to hear from the community on what needs improvement and show their support to Tandem. That's the uh, the place originally from East Hampton, right? Yeah, and they make the best, like, bagel and lox sandwiches. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, I know you I, like that. With the salmon and the capers and the you, onion, red you, onions. You like that? Oh, man, is that good. Uh, but the coffee with the West Springfield cop, did they put a spit guard on all the people that were walking <laughs> in through the door? Hey, I don't know. You sit over there. We're taping you to this chair, and we're putting a spit guard on your face so you can't spit out any of this bagel stuff at us. And then you're going to sit and listen to us give you a lecture on why we're important to the community. I won't be driving through West Springfield. No, I would, I'd say yeah. try to avoid it if you can, Steve. The uh, event was a couple of years in the making. The chief said this was the first time since the pandemic uh, started that West Springfield held the coffee with a cop. Uh, I don't know. Like, they're in the middle of the day. Yeah. Like, I don't have the time to go and do these things. No, but you don't have time at, at night either. You're not going to, like, you know, you know rip, you know, rip yourself apart from, 
from uh, your nightly activities just to go have a coffee with a cop. Plus, well, it's nighttime. Who wants to have coffee at night? What about Keep you de- up all night long. How about decaf with a cop? Decaf with or a cop. Or hot cocoa with a cop. Well, that would be all right. See, hot cocoa with a cop sounds pretty damn good, doesn't it? Yeah, actually, it does. I, I mean, I would, I, you know, I, I might be willing to do something at night if you, there's hot cocoa. You need to expand your palate, Bax. Get the hot cocoa with the cop. See, but when you say coffee with a cop, I'm not even thinking of the cop. Yeah. I'm really just thinking about the coffee. Uh, no offense to cops. I just, you know, given a choice, would I want to spend time with a cop or grab a cup of coffee? At the end of the day, the coffee wins every time. Yeah, but the, their idea is if you could do both, you're a win-win situation there. What's the chance of you finding a cop at a coffee shop? Psst. Never seen one at all. <laughs> yeah, Never. Uh, it's pizza time again in Greenfield. Village Pizza on Bank Row reopened for business yesterday after it was forced to close temporarily last week. The owners decided to shut down temporarily after an employee admitted to having contact with someone who contracted COVID-19. The closure allowed for employees to get tested and for a deep cleaning of the eatery before reopening. All is well in Greenfield Thank now. Thank goodness for that. The pizza place is back open. I mean, that is kind of detrimental to your business when you have to close. For an entire week. Oh, hell yeah. While you have to clean everything and then get tested. Well. Wait for your results. No, well, I agree. Kinda, it does kind of suck. Uh, what? Uh, well, but, you know, you're in Greenfield. And if you're a customer, I mean, there are other places that you can go, thankfully. If you have uh, an optional surgical procedure coming up, check with your doctor to see if it's still on. The Mass Department of Public Health has issued new guidelines for hospitals regarding elective or optional surgical procedures. Effective immediately, hospitals must reduce non-essential and non-urgent scheduled procedures by at least 50% until further notice. The previous threshold was 30%. Well, thankfully, my knee injury wouldn't uh, wouldn't fall into that category. Actually, it does. It wouldn't. The elective surgery on the knee? Nothing elective about it. Absolutely necessary and life-changing. Is that what they said? No, that's what I'm saying. Well, that's what you're saying, but is that what they're categorizing, at, uh, categorizing it at? Well, as- not yet. Uh, state officials cited staffing shortage and a large influx of new COVID patients as the reasons for the change. Well, that's uh, that's what we're dealing with well, now. Well, listen, I know we're in a pandemic, and I know there's a lot of very sick people out there with the COVID, but none of them have a ruptured Baker's cyst in the back of their of their knee and two meniscus tears. It seems to me this is urgent, urgent care. Right here in the right knee. Like foreigner urgent or just urgent? Urgent, urgent. Well, that's what they said. Urgent. It is. Emergency, urgent, urgent, urgent. Well, if we can get Lou Graham to help uh, become my medical advocate, I'd say let's go with it. Two uh, bozos in England uh, named uh, John Watson and Mark Goodrum. Those sound like English names. Yeah. John Watson and Mark Goodrum. Bozos, you're stuck in a clown from the 60s, man. Yeah, they well, they stole someone's debit card info in 2019 and used it to buy five scratch-off lottery tickets. John is 34, Mark is 38, and they, uh, 38, and they both have long rap sheets. They didn't have the actual debit card. Mark just had the number and expiration date written on his hand, but a convenience store cashier ran it anyway. Three of the tickets they bought were losers, and one hit for uh, 10 pounds, or about $13, but the fifth ticket hit for four million pounds, which is around five point three million dollars. Wow! John called lottery headquarters, told them Mark bought the winning ticket, and they said they were splitting the money. Then Mark got on the phone, but it hit a snag when they needed a bank account number to transfer the wire to, to uh, money wire to him. Right. 
Uh, he said he didn't have a bank account, and that raised a big red flag because the lottery people knew the ticket was purchased with a debit card. Then uh, they refused to pay him out until they looked into it. So John and Mark decided to go to the press and claim that they were being cheated out of the money, which put a big target on their back, and then a p- police arrested them for fraud. <laughs> a couple of buffoons. Yeah, you're right about the bozo. A uh, judge uh, just sentenced them to 18 months in prison, and because the purchase was fraudulent, they don't get any of the money. No, but the persons whose debit card money uh, should get the money. Yeah, well, but they, but they didn't physically go and purchase the ticket. I don't think that should matter. If your money went to something, uh, purchasing a uh, no, I don't. I don't disagree. Expensive. I don't disagree with the morality of it. I'm just. I'm just sure the the uh, the lottery would uh, if they were going to make a, an issue with it because you know that person whose card was stolen or number was stolen, you know, didn't actually go and purchase the ticket. I don't know. I just think that's unfair. It is unfair. I would love to listen. I would love to have uh, five million pounds or four million pounds, or however it was. Four million pounds, five point three million dollars. That's what I want. Yeah. Your uh, Pioneer Valley forecast today going to be mostly sunny with a high of fifty nine. Tomorrow sunny with a high of fifty two. It's fifty one right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve. Dock and door equipment, implant offices, mezzanine. And now, Bax's View from the Couch, brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Pet food roundup underway. Donate to local animal shelters. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Well, here's a surprise. Yesterday, the Jacksonville Jaguars, who have been burning up the NFL with an impressive record of two wins and 11 losses, fired head coach Urban Meyer yesterday for allegedly being a terrible head football coach. And just 10 days before Christmas... Now, I'm sure there are many of you who might wonder what one would have to do to get fired in the NFL after just 13 games into your first season, just months after signing a contract for an alleged $12 million per year. As it turns out, it's an amazingly simple process. The first order of business is to avoid winning football games. At 2-11, the Jaguars are in fact the second worst team in the NFL. Only the Detroit Lions have lost with greater frequency, and yet their head coach still has a job. Maybe it has more to do with him hiring racist assistant coaches or him grab-assing random hotties in bars just hours after losing football games, or maybe it was the reports of constant tensions between him and every other person in the organization. Or maybe it had something to do with the latest news that he physically kicked former Jacksonville place kicker Josh Rambo in the leg during a training session. According to Rambo, Meyer came up to him in practice, kicked him in the leg, and said, Hey, dipstick, make your kicks. When Lambo said, bruh, don't ever effing kick me again. Meyer allegedly responded by saying, I'm the head coach. I'll kick whoever the F I want. Now, I've spent a better part of the last 24 hours reading up on some of the greatest head coaches in NFL history. And so far, I do not see a single instance where Vince Lombardi or Tom Landry hauled off and booted another player in the shins. To me, that's not good quality coaching. And so, taking... All of this together, I suppose firing Urban Meyer was the smart thing to do. The smarter thing to do would have been to not hire him at all. Then you certainly wouldn't have to give him $12 million a year to ruin your team. This is a guy who has created a toxic culture wherever he has gone. And now he's gone from this toxic nightmare too. Just a shame they couldn't wait until they played the Patriots because beating him would have been a hell of a lot of fun. But hey, never mind yapping sports brought to you by Rockies Ace Hardware. Can you walk into any Rockies right now and pick up a copy of the current sales flyer? 
Of course you can. But you can also get Curry, uh, Rocky's current sales flyer anytime on your phone or computer. What's on sale at Rocky's? It's always at your fingertips at Rockies.com. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. It's 810. We're back from uh, Nagel and Rock 102. It is going to be mostly sunny today with a high of 59. Tomorrow, more of the same with a high of 52. Looking at 51 right now in downtown Springfield. The uh, Patriots are taking on the Indianapolis Colts on Saturday. You're going to hear that game right here on Rock 102. And uh, among the uh, the broadcasters in that game is Scott Zolak. Brought to you by the Lee Auto Group. How are you doing, Scott? Morning, guys. How are we doing? Uh, very, very mm-hmm. good. Uh, Saturday is a big game, but the... There's a lot going on in the NFL right now. Uh, The COVID cases are blowing up around the league. They're changing protocols to accommodate uh, games this weekend. What do you know about what's going on with the Patriots and COVID right now? I think they only have one guy, Yasir Durant, on the list. I mean, the league made everybody get vaccinated, right? I mean, you have to get vaccinated, double vaccinated to work, even in the stadium. The players, I think over 96 or 98% of the players have it. At some point, we need to stop testing every single day or every time you think somebody's got the sniffles or a cough. Um, you know, you play with guys that, that, that have the flu and they push through it and get an IV bag. Um, and, and I say that if, if you're asymptomatic and you're vaccinated and you don't feel sick, why should you have to sit out games? Right. Well, so I mean, I think that's where, they need to, that's where they need to change their policy. Now, what they collectively bargained to is not what we understood back in the summer in June. Things have changed. Times have changed. We've learned that there's other variants, um, and we learned that mostly the vaccinated guys aren't sick. So if you test positive and you're vaccinated, you should only probably have to post one negative test. You can be in there the next day instead of the two negatives, and it's a five-day thing and all that yeah. stuff. Well, they need to re- they need to redo their policy. I want to ask you about that because you know you do get because I know like in the uh, in the NHL, the NBA, they're having problems. They're postponing games all over the place. There haven't been a whole lot of uh, postponed games here, uh, you know, during the the football season. But, you know, with the collective bargaining uh, agreement and with, uh, you know, all of that, you know, how flexible are both sides going to be if it starts affecting whether or not teams have enough players to put on the field? Well, that's the thing. They, you know, off the rules from last year, if you if you can't form, form enough guys to put an active roster out there, you have to forfeit the game. So then you lose money, you lose the gate, you lose all that stuff. Owners don't want to lose money. Players don't want to lose paychecks. Um and that's not to say, hey, you blame one guy for it or the spread. You can't control this thing. You can't spread it. But I think we have a better understanding of who's sick, who's not. I mean, there's not a lot of reports of guys being sick out there. I think there was one guy who was sent to the hospital. I don't know if he played for the Bills or Jets. Uh, I think it was one of the teams in the Northeast. There's yeah. only one guy that really was sick to where he had to go to the hospital because all the other news, everybody's asymptomatic and they don't feel anything. So uh, Saturday, you're going to be in Indianapolis. The Patriots uh, are face- facing a team at 7-6. and six. Uh, the only thing that I can that I can think that would be a problem in this game is uh, is Jonathan Taylor, the running back. Uh, that kid's awesome and uh, is having a great season. But you know, other than that, I look at this game and I'm thinking, like every other game now, it's like uh, it's it would be the Patriots to lose. Is it the game Sunday? Saturday. Oh man, I better get out there. <laughs> You never know if these rock and roll guys, you like you guys read the news or anything, like, hey, we're just rock and roll. We don't pay attention to sports. Hey, no, but listen. No, yeah, listen. <laughs> well, they, they flexed the game to Saturday. That's what stinks. Um, it was originally like a 1 o'clock game, and now you got to sit around all day. Players hate the, hate the late game. Uh, I hate the late game. Play the damn game at 1. Let's get the hell out of there. 
like to your original question about Taylor, yeah, Taylor's good. He's one of the original bell cow backs that you really don't see nowadays. Everybody substitutes so much, but he can run, he can catch, he's a game breaker, he's got speed. Yeah. They've got good guys on the outside. They got a good tight end, they got two wide receivers, Perriman. I mean, they're throwing a deep ball too, and that's something the Patriots have not given up. They have not given up the big play over the top. And uh I anticipate them not giving it up and being very aware of it. So this should be one of those good rock fight type games. Who controls the ball the best? Who can run it the best on the other team is going to probably win the game. When you got a when you got a guy like a, and, and just take Jonathan Taylor for an example. So you know he's you know it, here you are in uh, what is it week fourteen week fifteen whatever it is. He's already got uh, you know thirteen hundred yards rushing, which you know is a yeah. is a pretty <laughs> enormous number. When you got a guy like that and and you and you got a good defense. Uh, and you've had a good defense all season long. Do you play it any differently based on just that one guy? When there are other, like you say, there are other tools at uh, Carson Wentz's uh, disposal. I mean, how how do you focus on trying to neutralize that guy when there's a lot more going on? I I slow him down. I think Bill's really good at picking one thing to stop. And I would I'd pony up and, and sort of slow that guy down. Put the game in Wentz's hands. I know they're talking about hey, we want to make it one dimensional. And put him in, put him in Mac's hands. I like that chance. I, I like Mac in the dome. I like Mac who hasn't thrown the ball, you know, in over three weeks. Um, turned the kid loose in this game. He's played big games in, inside the domes down in the SEC. Um, but the, the, the Colts are really built like the Patriots. It's a very similar type team. They're tough. They're strong. They got a good defense. Got a good run defense. Um, this game should come down to the fourth quarter, and I'd put the game in Wentz's hands if he could because I don't really trust him. So uh, the Patriots were going to take on Urban Meyer and the Jaguars on the uh, on the second of uh, January. Meyer's was <laughs> blown out yesterday. You know, the more you read about what this guy was doing over there, and the more, yeah, you know, just the the uh, the toxic environment that this guy was building for a team that really needed a real good coach when they when you know before they decided to hire this guy. It, to me, it's no wonder they fired him. But it's like, uh, you, you, it's it's just unbelievable that a guy can be so ill-equipped for that job, like Urban Meyer was. Yeah, I, I think this is just a cusp of it too. Wait till you hear more stories that are going to come out. You know, once he has been canned, I think the guy's a loser. Um, one of those smug guys walks around, hands crossed, always crossed arms, chin up in the air, like he's better than anybody. Enough bad things can happen to that type of guy. The saddest part of all this and you look at the college game now, there's going to be a college program or university lining up to get this guy to help, you know, come in and give him $80, $90 million. So his football days probably aren't over, and that's the saddest part of it. That well, it that's, be. well, that's the thing. I mean, because, you know, there were reports uh, earlier in the year, there were 31 players that had been arrested on various crimes in his last uh, in his last season with the Gators, or, or like in the last two seasons with them. I mean, it's like an enormous amount of players that were one up, you know, th- that were troubled. And then you hear a story that came out uh, yesterday about uh, his former kicker, Josh Rambo. Urban Meyer's kicking him in the leg and, hey, dipstick, you know, make your kicks. And it's like, in what hand, coaching handbook would you find like a Tom Landry or a Chuck Knoll kicking one of his, right. one of his players? I mean, it, just, it doesn't even seem like, like that would ever fly in today's NFL. Yeah, I played for Bill Parcells. I played for Bill Parcells for five years. And Bill knew how to push every guy's button, all 53, and he would professionally insult you, if that makes any sense, to where it would motivate you. You Yeah. You'd make fun of your girlfriend or something, or he'd hit you in the head with a whistle, and the little things here and there, but it wasn't over the top uh, demeaning and berating 
uh, you in front of everybody else. You know, Bill knew how to privately push your buttons, and he was great. He's a great motivator, and you respect coaches like that. Um, it just seemed like this guy was just doing it in front of people to get a rise out of the team, and that that's good and all when you're 12 and four and things are going good. Yeah. But when you're a team that sucks and you're you're reaching for anything right now, that's not the type of environment you want. You want your your head guy to be sort of instilling down in the building in Jacksonville. It's a good job by. Shot caught firing his clown. Yeah, absolutely. And and I feel bad for a guy like Trevor Lawrence who had a you know <laughs> walk into his first NFL experience and this is what he had to face. I mean, the, the kid's a great quarterback and has you know loads of potential, but oh my god, what a horrible situation to walk in on right. after being drafted. But, but I mean, this could be a good thing for him too because if these stories didn't come out and Urban stayed there because of the guaranteed money, you could kill a guy like like Lawrence and his career would be over. You know, look at Zach Wilson with the Jets. You know, the guy's got a little cabin fever right now. Yeah. Um, this is good because they're going to get a good, hopefully get a good football guy. Josh McDaniels is a guy that's going to be up for that job. You know, look how he's developed quarterback. So you should get a better coach, a better quarterback developer in there than what Urban Meyer was. So, you know, one of the uh, the big things that's happened this week, and, you know, a lot of people are, are have been talking about, uh, you know, Demarius Thomas and uh, what a real great guy and a tough loss that was. Uh, yeah. You know, he died last week. And obviously, you know, he spent some time, in New England with the with the Patriots, Tom Brady had nothing but uh, great things to say about him. Bill Belichick had nothing but good things to say. I, I, I assume, considering you know how much time you've spent you know, you know with these guys in the locker room and uh, you know covering these games, that uh, this is actually someone who was uh, a, a real special guy. Yeah, he was here a little bit, you know, through that one camp, and everybody loved him. I know Tom liked him. Tom thought he was going to make the team. Um, it's sad because he's thirty three, and you, you got your whole life ahead of you. And, you read the stories coming out of Denver. I personally didn't know the guy, but I haven't heard a bad thing about him. Um, when Denver won the Super Bowl, he took he didn't have kids, so he took the lineman's kids, always sat them on his lap on the parade route so they could always see him stuff and always took kids under his arm, under his belt. And um, that, that says a lot about a person. And um, yeah, it's sad what happened. I know Josh re- traded up to, to draft him. Yep. Um, I, know it hit, I know it hit McDaniels pretty hard this past week. Uh, he talked about it briefly, but – he just said, I just, I just can't talk about it. It's just, it's just so sad for a guy to lose his life at 33. And he was just such an upbeat, you know, good, well-natured guy. So, you know, the, uh, we, we talked a little bit last week about, uh, you know, where the Patriots sit for the postseason right now. And you look at what's, what's left on the, uh, on the schedule. And you look at the tiebreakers that also exist between, you know, Kansas City and Tennessee yeah. and, you know, conference uh, record and and right now, it, it, I mean, it it would be very hard to imagine that the Patriots do not get home field advantage in in the playoffs based on all of those factors. Yeah, I mean, all you got to do is win out and you're fine. But that's a hard thing to do. I mean, I think your hardest game left is this week against the Colts. Then you got Buffalo after Christmas. Day after Christmas, Buffalo's got to come here. That's an advantage for you, right? You should win against Jacksonville, Miami, but tonight. Good game to watch is the Chargers. Root for the Chargers. They're playing um, Kansas City. I think it's really New England and Kansas City, the two best teams in the AFC, and then throw throw everybody else into the mix. So I think it's a two team race right now. And then it becomes: Do you want to play here? Or do you want to play at Arrowhead? Of course, you want to play here. Right now, it's. Uh, I'll tell you what, man. What what a what a way to turn the whole season around. Things are looking awful good. Awful good. It's great. Things look great. You guys play Christmas music yet out there? You know what? Uh, not during this show, thank God. Other uh, other shows really? on the station have uh, gotten into it, but we have, what? for whatever reason, we've avoided it altogether. Why, why? What's your favorite one? I heard you like that Paul McCartney and Wings one. That one's the worst one ever. That yeah. guy, he should be embarrassed about that. 
<laughs> Nobody loves that song. Look at the choir children sing our songs. It's it's the worst. It really is. <laughs> well, now we know. Well, there there we go. So next anything, week, anything by him or that Irish band, the Pogues, just awful. Like you can't even understand what they're saying. <laughs> Scott Zolak brought to you by the Lee Auto Group. It's good to talk to you, Scott. We'll talk to you real soon. All right, talk to you before Christmas. See you guys. Have you a great bet. Week. It's uh, eight twenty-two with uh, Bax and Nagel on Rock One Hundred Two. It's almost twenty twenty-two, but. Let me tell you, 26 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. I'm just reading a story about uh, Berlin, not the group that sang uh, Take My Take Breath Away, breath away. Uh, but uh, the actual city of Berlin. Sure. Uh, public transportation uh, operator BVG has introduced an edible hemp ticket, which it jokes can help alleviate the stress of travel at Christmas and take the edge off Berliner's infamous crabbiness. Wait, you eat your ticket? Yeah, and it's uh, it's made of hemp. Wait a minute, wait a minute. You eat your ticket. Now yeah. I've been I've been on the on the train. I've been to like uh like the uh the, the, the Northwest Rail there. Uh when do you get to eat your ticket? Well, I guess you can eat it once it's been checked. I was gonna say, there's gonna be someone who's gonna be really uh really hungry and eat it before the conductor comes by there with a little uh, you know, paper punch, punches the hole in it, gives you back the ticket. If you've already eaten it, then what are you gonna do? Gotta pay for a second ticket? I don't know, uh, but the BVG spokesman, Giannis Schwentu, right? All right. He says, uh, of course, this is all to be taken with a twinkle in your eye. Uh, during the stressful Christmas period, take the bus or the underground, uh, and we'll make it we'll make it comfortable for you. But there's no THC in it. It's just a hemp ticket. Oh, so you're not really getting much out of it. No, it's but the, more of other a, than fiber, probably a, a lot of fiber in that. It's a sales gimmick. Yeah, I don't know. When you like start that. putting in, uh, you know, uh, gummies or something like that, I'm all in. You know, the THC ones. Yeah, I'd be. I would never get off the subway. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be riding around like Charlie on the MTA. Yeah. <laughs> uh, each white each uh, morning, uh, the wife hands you a dime bag through yeah. the window. Right. <laughs> <laughs> hand, hand you like a package of zigzags yeah. or something. And he'll never return. He'll ne- no, he'll never return. Yeah. It's uh, 828 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Hey, it's Pat Kelly. Join me Monday. 832 with Bax and O'Brien on Rock 102. It's time for news, and it's brought to you by Table and Vine for the best deals in town. Expert advice only at Table and Vine, Riverdale Street in West Springfield, or at tableandvine.com. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel. Thanks, Bax. You know what I missed last night? What? Nerd night. What was that? It uh, was at Gateway City Arts in Holyoke. The Nerd month, night. The monthly event will be held at the Divine Theater at Gateway City Arts in, Holder, uh, in Holyoke. What do they do? Uh, Nerd night organizer Kevin Tracy said it brings people together to learn about things that they might not even be aware of. So tonight we're going to talk about the sun luminescent, which is how they get light out of water through sound. Uh, the next Nerd Night will be held on January 12th and admission is free. No kidding. That's not a bad little uh, ditty. We're always wondering about stuff. I'm wondering about how stuff works. I gotta tell you, that place has been booking some real cool stuff. Yeah, they, really cool stuff. It's an up and coming art center. Yeah, I mean, like uh, like great music shows. Uh, you know, a, a lot of you know cool things. You gotta start spending more time over there. Yeah, you definitely should. Uh, it's it's the place to be. Well, you know what? It is growing into the place to be, and I need places to be. Uh, Springfield Police Department uh, is investigating a bank robbery at Santander Bank on Sumner Avenue from yesterday afternoon. According to the Springfield Police Department spokesman Ryan Walsh, 
Said, my best friend's sister's boyfriend's girlfriend heard from this guy who's dating this girl at approximately 11.45 a.m. on Wednesday. Officers went to the 500 block of Sumner Avenue for a report of a small robbery at a Santander bank. The suspect had implied he had a gun and got away with an undisclosed amount of money. No one was hurt. I guess it's pretty serious. I love when Santander did that song with uh, Rob Thomas from Matchbox 20. No, that's Santana. Uh, you're thinking of uh, you're thinking of the long-legged Hannah. Butte, Montana. From Butte, Montana? From Butte, Montana. I think you're thinking of the. Uh, I think you're thinking of the character that Robert Urich played in Vegas. Uh, I don't know. That. Dan Tana. Van Tana. Dan. Dan Tana. Yeah. No, no, no. You're thinking of the uh, the Bob Saget character on Full House. Danny Tanner. No, 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 Steve. That's you're thinking of Danny Tanner. You, uh, maybe you're thinking about that dog movie that uh, that Tom Hanks was in. No, that was uh... Turner and Hooch. Oh, I was going to say Tango and Cash, but we're <laughs> close. Turner and Hooch. Ah, we're done with that. Anyway, the uh, department's detective bureau is investigating the incident. 22 News will continue to cover the story as more details are released, which won't be any. So don't worry about it. All right. Yeah, we're not, we're not following up on nothing. I'm not worried about it at all. We just say things just to say things. Yeah, like we're 22 News. Hey, we're going to follow up. We're going to give you more information on this. <laughs> nah, the hell we are. We got, a, we got stuff to do. A uh, school board meeting grew tense in Glastonbury, Connecticut this week, ending with the board member taking a punch to the face. A video taken by another attendee shows the pair arguing with heckling from others, and it boils over. The board member fell to the floor, but will be okay. This is all over changes to the local high school's mascot. The board voted earlier mm. this year to retire the Tomahawk moniker due to the public opposition. The students have already voted to go by the Glastonbury Guardians. Now, this uh, little fisticuffs, will this uh, result in being placed on their permanent disciplinary transcripts? I hope you know that this will go down on your permanent record. Oh, yeah? <laughs> you know, it's always, uh, it's always bizarre when adults, especially older men, get involved in a fistfight. Yeah. In an inappropriate way. I mean, like in a in a bar or like a like a, a a parking lot outside a bar or a liquor store. Those are the places you you, you expect to fight. But in a public meeting of yeah. your school committee, you don't you don't normally expect uh, you know the gloves to be uh, taken down and all of a sudden a hockey fight breaks out. No, and uh, you know we had the didn't we have the mascot change up in Turner's Falls or something? I think we did. I don't think anybody got punched over that. This must have been a very passionate argument being made over here. Well, uh, you know, uh, tensions run high when you're talking about mascots. This you is, know, and Glastonbury is a nice little community. <laughs> it, it's a, not the kind of place you'd expect the fisticuffs to, and, to emerge. And, but that's the thing. It's like you, you're seeing more and more of this at, across the country. There are people getting uh, outraged, at, so outraged at meetings yeah. that they're getting into physical altercations with somebody else at the meeting. You know, that's what you're worried about? Like, that's your... <clears throat> your wor the argument about a school mascot is so important to you that you feel like you need to bring physical violence to the fight. Well, I, I think that uh, maybe things happened in the meeting that may have provoked that kind of response. It may not have been the actual issue oh, that, that to have done it, but, you know, maybe someone's... Uh, you know, 
you know, dissed one guy and uh, that guy dissed another guy, and all well, of a sudden there's, uh, they're yelling across maybe, the room from each other. Maybe, uh, maybe this guy, the guy who uh, eventually got uh, punched, the, the the school committee guy, was trying to offer peace by bringing him a gift, which was a cigar store Indian. <laughs> well, who doesn't want a cigar store Indian? It's a good you gift. You want to take away that name, but uh, yeah, here. That's it. And then, uh, and then uh, you know, he's like, well, I saw you uh, selling tickets for uh, right outside the uh, the football game last week. Right. Uh, for a price that was lower than what you could have purchased them for at, uh, at another place. You know, I'm not the kind of guy that gets terribly passionate about certain issues unless it completely and directly affects me personally. Yeah. But I went to a couple of uh, town meetings in, uh, in Hamden over the last few months. Why? I don't know, uh, but it, you, know, it, you could tell it was a very, very tense environment. Like they were, if if they would have allowed torches and pitchforks into this place, people would have yeah. brought them along. Yeah, I don't, uh, I don't concern myself too much with the local government meetings. It's all, it's all local, though, Steve. What's the point of that? I don't know. It's uh, it just you know, some people get so damn fired up. I'm all right, uh, uh, I don't know if I want to tell the story or not. I won't tell the story. It's not that good. Well, now you're all, you're all curious about the story. Uh, I, uh, all right, uh, go, you, know, you don't have to tell that you're, I'll, I'll you're ask, a great story. I'll ask some players involved if it's okay for me to tell the story all right. or not. All right. A uh, private school in uh, Springfield will suspend operations next month. The Curtis Blake Day School sent a letter to parents this week notifying, that cla- notifying them that classes will end on January 14th of 2022. The letter said that after receiving complaints, the board of the school uh, conducted internal reviews and determined they cannot make necessary improvements while still operating the school. They will be considering how they could reopen at a later date. The letter also included placement recommendations for students. There will be a Zoom forum with the school's CEO, board president, and principal to discuss the next step for families. That's got to suck. How many uh, kids go to this school? I don't know, but even one... You're, you're talking about rearranging schedules and going to new schools right in the middle of the school year? Right. Plus, you know, you're also, I mean, I, again, I don't know how many kids are going to this school, but you could be placing a, an extraordinary burden on other schools who have to, you yeah. may have to accept these kids. Especially now when you're trying to keep kids apart from each other. And right. Space stuff. Hard to socially know. distance when you're packing in 35 kids in a classroom. An injured snowy owl was rescued at a Lowe's in Hadley on Wednesday. Hadley police received a call from the store that a possibly injured snowy owl was found near the building. Officers, along with employees of Lowe's, were able to safely capture the owl. Uh, the, snowy's, the snowy owl has been taken in by Tom Riccardi, or Cardi T, as I like to call him, <laughs> owner of the Massachusetts Birds of Prey Rehabilitation Center. Uh, it makes it look like the bird was found in the store. It wasn't. No, it was outside the store. But they're they're showing pictures of like, it looks like it's in the aisles somewhere, shopping. Yeah, you know, you got to get the sn- snowbird stuff. Got to pick up. Hey, uh, how come you guys don't have any uh, Ann Murray here, huh? What's this? You have a whole store full of stuff, mm-hmm. and you don't have any Ann Murray. I'm a snowbird. I should be recognized. Snowbird lives matter. <laughs> It's so true, it, Steve. It is. It is so true. It's really cute, though, all wrapped up in a little, uh, like, Lowe's blanket. Yeah, yeah there it is. Ah, uh, the sweet sounds of Anne Murray. Snowbird. 
Rock 102, What's the matter? I can't. I can't. I don't even know the words to that song. You just do what I do. I just remember that guy singing that song in our live show. <laughs> Who's did, fault, he, whose fault is that? And he and he walked around the stage like a snowbird, like he was flying through the air. <laughs> you know, most of this show is inside jokes. Not that anybody who's listening right now, or maybe if you were at the show. Yeah, but you're only talking about 500 people there. Yeah, so. but that was a. That, I don't even remember what year that was, but it was a. It was a couple of years ago. Uh, let's see. Uh, Massachusetts shelter taking in cats, taking in pussy cats that were blown <laughs> over by a tornado. Right. Shelters in Kentucky make room for animals uh, displaced by last weekend's devastating tornadoes. Some of their previous occupants are being transferred to Massachusetts. Second Chance Animal Services in East Brookfield has taken in 11 homeless cats and kittens from the Bluegrass State. Our hearts are breaking as we see the devastation and are ready to do anything we can to help. Now, mind you, uh, Second Chance, also the same organization in Springfield, who recently had equipment stolen from their shed. You know, stuff they need to take care of these animals. And right. uh, some dirtbag stole them. Now, why the, would someone go ahead and do that? The Only to go out and be a jerk. The pussy cats are part of a larger group of cats transported to uh, Massachusetts Wednesday through a partnership between the Mass Society for the Prevention of Cruelty to Animals and uh, the Northeast Animal Shelter and the American Society for Prevention of Cruelty to Animals. At least 100 pussy cats have been transported to the state from the Kentucky Humane Society and are doing well. Pussy cat, pussy cat, where have you been? I got sucked up in a tornado, and now all of a sudden I'm in Brookfield, oh, I Massachusetts. Thought, why did I think it was about the hair on your chinny chin chin, or is that a different thing? I think that's two different names. Yeah. No, well, yeah, because well. uh, pussy cat, pussy cat, where have you been? I've been to London to visit the Queen. That's that's, that's a the stupid poem. Yeah, well, it is kind of stupid. Dozens of feral hogs invaded a neighborhood in Fort Bend County, Texas, and surveillance camera offers the proof. It didn't take long for the huge pack of feral hogs to do some serious damage to the neighborhood. Uh, they were uh, just running all over the place in this place. These are wild hogs. Yeah, that's like uh, like you know wild bands of of pigs just like causing problems and muddling around and slop. Ro- roving bands of swine youth. What, you know, you know, what what have we come to? There is, uh, I know, there, there, I knew, uh, there's a guy I know, his uncle is a huge hunter. Yes. And he hunts wild boar with spears. What? Yeah, it's some next level shiznit this guy does. He spears? Like, what, yeah. What, what, does he wear like loincloths and stuff? No, he goes, so he, he lives in central Florida or something. Like He lives in like... Uh, an area of Florida where there's like wild hogs all over the place. Right. And uh, he trades hunting trips with people. 
So this guy, you know, this guy's got money and all that stuff. He's got okay. like, all these acres of property and, you know, there's hog hunting and there's all kinds of different game hunting. And then he uh, hooks up with these, like, hunter forums from, like, guys from, like, Montana. Okay. So then, like, one weekend he'll go out to Montana and go whatever the hell they hunt out in Montana. And then those Montana guys will come and hunt the wild boar down in Florida. I see. Yeah. So they, they, they trade off. Wild. This guy... With, with a spears. spear. Yeah. Why not just like, I don't know. like a gun or something? You know how hard that must be to try to do? Like, you know what? That's some respectable hunting right there. You know, you're sitting there up in a tree stand uh, shooting a deer with a scope on your well, rifle. It, it certainly levels the playing field. That's yeah. that's for damn that's sure. That's what I'm saying. I was like, all right, you got one shot. You either kill or be killed. You know, that's I, a hunting game. I told you many years ago I lived above a funeral home. Yeah. Well, they, they, the, the people that owned that funeral home owned another funeral home, and uh, the guy that owned it was a big hunter, and he had a bunch of, you know, trophies on the wall. He had like a he had a he had a bear, and uh, that's you know, something. Couple... You, that's something you want to see go walking into a funeral home too, right? Well, they lived above the funeral home. I mean, they had all the dead people downstairs, oh, but yeah. you had all the dead animals upstairs. So, in the funeral home, wasn't the racks of the animals when you walked through the door? Wasn't it? Uh, no, no, yeah, it's just, just not. But, okay. but they had one of the things that he had on the wall was a wild boar. Now he, I'm pretty sure he didn't go after it with a spear. I mean, that like you say, that's that's next level type of stuff. But uh, you know, he had all these uh, these heads, these animal heads, mounted to the wall. And the the thing about the uh, the wild boar is, the wild boar had its mouth open on this trophy. Okay, and there was a tongue. Of the wild boar, which kind of, uh, you know, sat in the mouth. I used to love eating at that place in Wilbraham. The wild boar? Yeah. Yeah, no, I get it. It's a good restaurant. But the uh, the tongue, uh, for whatever reason, and I don't know if it was like, uh, you know, someone was uh, fiddling around with it or whatever, mm -hmm. but the tongue would occasionally fall out of yeah. the wild boar's head. Well, it was probably all dried up and nasty. And oh, yeah. It, would, it it felt like a doorstop is what it did. But if, it, if you're... It was like a couch underneath it. If you were sitting on the couch, and all of a sudden the wild boar's tongue is falling in your lap, it was up to you to put it back in the wild boar's mouth. Yeah, I don't think Like it was that. Jenga. Yeah, I don't know about that. Yeah, no, it was totally creepy. Remember my dad had this uh, fox pelt that he had for years. and uh, make a hat out of it? Well, no, it was just a pelt. Like He Got just it. wanted to show everybody that he killed a fox at some point. And... Uh, uh, my kids discovered it when we were cleaning out grandma's house. Right. And uh, my oldest was like, can I take this? And I'm like, yeah, sure, why not? Well, the thing falls apart because it's so old. Sure. And just, it, it's like the fabric doesn't ha hold up for very long. Right. It's very delicate. Like the only thing you can do yeah. it, with it is like spray it with red blood. Yeah. So we uh, we made a couple of TikTok videos out of uh, like uh, a talking. Oh, that's cool. Like uh, what would the fox say? Yeah. And then played the song in the background. Yeah. Yeah. See? That's and, fun. And That's what fun. Uh, what did the fox say? Well, it sounded just like this. What does the fox say? What the fox say? What the fox say? Given a choice, I'd almost rather hear Snowbird. I would uh, love to hear Snowbird, but uh, not right now. Your Pioneer Valley forecast today is going to be 
<laughs> oh, look at you. You got it all queued up there. Uh, mostly no, it's sunny. actually the wrong Ann Murray song. Listen, man, you uh, you played that clip, and my headphones were at, like, the top level. <laughs> yeah, did you see did. me jump here yeah, in no, the room? Yeah, it, it, uh, it startled and me, too. Like, Whoa! Yeah, no. Hey, how about that? It's going to be mostly sunny today with a high of 59. Tomorrow, more of the same with a high of 52. It is 52 right now. In downtown Springfield, I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Ah, oh, yeah.